everybody. Welcome to Checking In with Adam, Annie, and Stephanie. Our good friend Matt has left to another library, so um, we wish him well. And I'll let Adam and Stephanie introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, I am a librarian here for the new makerspace, the Dream Lab, uh, opening up in the Woods Branch uh, coming this fall. Um, I used to work at uh, Detroit Public Library until I uh, took the job over here because I wanted to uh, be on the ground floor of something cool. Hello everybody, I am Stephanie Pazikas. I am the adult reference librarian here at EWALT and I too worked at DPL. I've recently celebrated my first year here with Gross Point Public Library System, and I am excited to be here and on the podcast. Yay! Um, it's been a minute since we recorded one because it's it been hectic over here. Everybody's over at Ewald and the space is limited, but um, Woods will be opening soon, mm -hmm. and yes. soon we'll have a makerspace with a recording booth that we can record the podcast in. That's I'm gonna super be awesome. excited, yeah. <laughs> Adam, can you talk a little bit more about what the makerspace will have? Sure, yeah. So the makerspace is, um, basically the idea is it's a DIY lab for anybody who wants to come in. They might be like, oh, I want to... 3D print um, some pieces for a puzzle I'm making. Cool, they can come in, 3D print those. Or they might be like, oh, I wanna do some um, art for um, a, a gallery I'm planning on working on, and I wanna practice using the acrylic stuff. Cool, can come and do that. Um, the whole idea is it's gonna be a STEAM workshop, uh, science, technology, education, art, and mathematics. Um, for anybody who comes on in. Some things will require appointments, some things won't. Um, we have things, like I said, from 3D printer to uh, Raspberry Pis, not the tasty treat, little computers that you can um, code. Um, we have... Um, sewing machines. Yes, yeah, sewing machines. Hot Three, plates. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I didn't yeah. Know that. The, the hot plates are coming. They don't. We don't have those yet, um, but we are going to be getting those. Um, we do have um, a Cricut 3 um, uh, uh, die cut machine so that you can um, create uh, stencils or alternatively um, pattern cutouts and things like that and materials such as um, vinyl, leather, et cetera, et cetera. I have one of the greeting cards. Yeah. yeah my um, niece does like coffee mugs or um, glasses that she prints out stickers on yeah. the cricket. The potato chip bags. Yeah. I think I've seen people do that for like parties or candy bar wrappers, oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we also have a sound booth where um, you'll be able to put in like you can record your own music. We have a Machine Mark III synthesizer for creating drum beats. Um, it's got 40,000 um, synthesized instruments built into it. So plenty of stuff to work with. Um, a lot of cool things to yeah. work with. Um, and then all the stuff from the old Digital Media Lab will be available absolutely. through there, right? So if you want to get your uh, tapes converted to digital and all mm -hmm. that stuff. That's awesome service. Yeah. I have these old, when I lived in Chicago, 
I, at a garage sale, I bought these old slides, and they're Edward Hopper paintings. Oh, nice. And I want to use the makerspace to, like, blow those up. Yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, you'll definitely be able to do that. Um, we will have a full digital art la uh, computer in there as well, so if anybody, like, does artwork and they want to turn it into, like, a digital comic or something, we will have the um, computer the computer's capable of running that. I do. I want to do that. Right. I'm going to have um, Adam teach me about illustrations and stuff, just especially since, you know, writing the children's books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to do some animated stuff with um, some of the books. And you mentioned um, in one of our meetings the stop animation. Oh, yeah, stop motion. Yeah, yeah. Motion. yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, we've got a camera oh. set up, and I bought a bunch of um, non-dry clay, so it's... Uh, Easily to pick up, put together, and everything, so you can make stop motion um, images yeah. and everything. Um, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah, one of the vendors that I use um, for my book trailers, she actually did two, and she used stop motion um, for one of them, so oh, it's pretty awesome. cool. Stephanie's a children's book author. What are the names of your books again? Um, my favorite is Dancing Monkeys in My Soup mm -hmm. about a little boy on vacation in Peru and he discovers the world's smallest monkeys dancing in his dinner soup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bush Baby, Bush Baby, Go to Sleep is the most recent. Um, it was published last year. And then there's Like a Salad that um, two siblings explore the nuances of skin tones within their family um, with their uh, grandparents. And then there's The Empress's New Hair about... Empress in Detroit who has to learn the hard way um, how to embrace and love herself for what she has and so that's it's great a lot of fun yeah those are available at the library too yes. um so what have you guys been reading and watching and listening to this summer like, mm, <laughs> some best and worst hits or have you been not reading I oh i have i have um i've recently been catching back up on the comic series saga um, by brian k vaughn and illustrated by fiona staples i like that series yep. i liked uh, his last man series mm -hmm. uh why the last man yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Saga is fantastic. It took a hiatus in 2018 for four years and then started back up just recently. Um, it's just a breathtaking, amazing uh, series. Great art. Um, Fiona is just gorgeous in terms of uh, what she draws and everything. Um, and uh, Brian just has this way of writing. It's that sort of space opera epic almost like space opera meets game of thrones type thing oh that should be interesting mm -hmm. you have to tell me how to view that well we the, the, the easy way to do that is right now get onto hoopla because oh. the entire series is on hoopla hoopla awesome. has a really good comic book collection mm -hmm. i love hoopla oh I yeah can't, <laughs> i can't express enough about how amazing hoopla is for ebooks, audiobooks, and crafts, and the um, yeah. binge mm -hmm. pass, and, and the music, like movies too. Um, but you know, when new music comes out, and you can get it on Hoopla, and we can view it simultaneously. So if Adam checks it out, I can watch or check yeah. out a book at the same time. So, yeah. I like my husband and I share a Spotify account. So, 
and he hogs it. So oftentimes I like go to turn some music on and then he's listening to it. And if I don't want to be a jerk, then I go to Hoopla and like find music to listen to. And it's great for the kids. You can put it on, I have two kids, so I can put it on kids mode. So they, anything they search is only going to be youth stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, list, I'm, well, I'm, I was listening to The Secret Staircase, um, I rewound it like three or four times now, but, um, <laughs> Oh, wow, rewinding. Because Ooh. I'm like, I like to listen to books when I'm cleaning or organizing or walking, yeah. so sometimes I get distracted. Um, I'm reading The Self-Made Widow. I cannot um, pronounce the author's name. <laughs> um, I want to say it's Fabian Nietzsche, but um, he is the co-creator of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, it's about a, um, dare I say, um, bored housewife who's uh, a former FBI profiler. She thrusts herself back into... Um, the game, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> when um, a mother from one of her mom groups and I guess friend, I don't know, it seems like maybe a friend of me, um, her husband ends up murdered. And then it turns out supposedly she is the murderer. So, um, um, are you finished yet? Stern, still no, reading. still reading. Stern and um, her former. I don't want to say sidekick, but um, as journalists, because they were working together, they come back together to try to solve this and try not to choke each other out in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I the title drew me to the book, and so I I listened to a book with a similar premise on um, Libby. It was called I don't remember the author's name. Hate it when I do that, but the um, title is Finley Donovan is Killing It, and it's about a stay-at-home mom um, who's recently, her husband left her for their real estate agent, and she's just like a hot mess, and she goes to Panera um, and is talking to her agent because she's a romantic suspense writer, and Mm. she gets mistaken for a... An assassin. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Kevin Hart movie, um, yeah. Yeah. The Man in Toronto, or something. Yeah, or Man from Toronto. There's a couple of movies like that where, like, or The Man Who Knew Too Little. Um, but this was just, re- it was really well done. I've been reading this summer's. I don't. I read like dark, epic stuff a lot. Not epic, but like. Uh, literary I guess for lack of a better term but I've been reading some fun stuff this summer and I've been so happily surprised that was one and then um, The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley we read for book club do you like that? That I love that I like yeah. the title yeah <laughs> that's about a, a an actor whose um, sister-in-law dies and he has to watch the children for the summer um and it's really good. And what I like about both those books is that they were fun and light, but also, like, not surface. You know, they weren't, like, the characters were fleshed out. And, um, it was really good. There is a series I've been uh, looking to get the library to get. Um, I've been watching it since uh, one of my friends from another library uh, introduced me to it. Um, 
Common Rider. Common Rider is the reason we have Power Rangers in the United States. Oh, um, is it a TV show? Yeah, TV show um, started in Japan in 1971, just called Common Rider, about a man who gets captured by an by an organization called Shocker, which um, Shocker is a stand-in for Nazis because it was a bunch of adults getting over the fact that hey, our parents used to be Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's uh, let's let's come to grips with that. Um, he. Uh, he uh, escapes, starts fighting them, and it's a monster of the week thing. Guys in suits by the same people that made Godzilla and everything, to, the Tokusatsu and everything. It's been running for fifty years. There have been different writers for every um, every year, except the nineties. The nineties kind of fell off the market with that when that happened. Um, the series *Common Rider Kuga*, which came out in two thousand, was the first Heisai era, meaning Emperor Heisai at the time. Um, is now coming out in the United States on Blu-ray, and I'm making sure we get a copy of it. And the um, 2019 series, Zero One, is currently available, and I've put in a request for us to get an order of that on Blu-ray. But um, fantastic, fun series. Um, it's, it's entirely charming and silly, and it's one of those things where you look at this and it's like, oh, the start of this series is like, oh, this is a group of dance battling kids in a in a hyper futuristic city that suddenly get superpowers when they pull put locks and belts that turn them into fruit samurai. That's the first episode. <laughs> episode twenty five, it goes to things we may have to de- destroy six sevenths of the population with chemical weapons. Oh, this is a children's show. <laughs> Well, I guess you could binge it for sure. It's you absolutely for can. It's, Fifty years, you wouldn't run out of episodes. It's it's absolutely amazing. Some series are better than others. Common Rider Black is better than Black RX, for instance. <laughs> but um, it's it's a fun um, type of thing for. Um, it's it's okay for kids. It's Monster of the Week, Power Rangers type thing. But there are definitely things where it's like adults are watching this, just like. Oh, this series is definitely reminiscent of the Berlin Wall. Great. <laughs> okay. Okay. A lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of fun. Have you been watching anything? <sighs> Do you watch a lot of TV? <laughs> I don't. Um, I finished the, is it something River? Is it Virgin River? Yeah. Yeah, I just um, finished that a couple of weeks ago. I like that um, series. I watch a vast of different shows. Like, I don't have, like, one particular. Yeah. It just depends on my mood. Music is the same way. Um, so I've been watching probably some trash TV. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with trash. You just, just want to <laughs> escape from yeah. your world. Mm-hmm. And, again, um, I typically watch things i'm usually listening really when i'm doing something else oh yeah it it just keeps me company my girlfriend just asked that um oh on my i call it my emotional support text thread but i have four girlfriends that were always texting and she was like what's your show that you watch while you're folding laundry or like Mm -hmm. going about your day and hers was sex in the city and mine's gilmore girls because you could just watch listen and i've seen the episode so much I know what's going on. And I just, yeah, I like Blacklist. I got into that last year. Oh, that show's and, um, great. Mm, James yeah, Bader. I get back into, <laughs> yeah, I really, I was like, why did it take me so long to watch this? 
So I may go back and watch some more episodes because I've um, run out, but yeah. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building, and I love that show. I'm a huge Steve Martin and Martin Short I started that, fan. and I didn't. You didn't get into it? I didn't finish it, yeah. It's on season two now. I feel like my husband, everybody loved the first season, and then um, my husband and I are like on top of season two, and we keep saying to all the people we talked about it, about season one with, like, did you watch the latest episode? We're like constantly waiting for people to like catch up to us so we could talk about it. Can you get those here? No, um, I think it's on Hulu, so yeah. What about, um... Canopy. Have you watched anything on Canopy? Um, I watched I watched Lady Bird on mm-hmm. Canopy. I love that movie. I, I, that could be a movie I would watch over and over. I like Greta Gerwig. Is it? Um, what is it about? Is it like a musical? I love. I like musicals. No. Chicago is like one of my favorite <laughs> movies. So Chicago and Gladiator. I know it's like one extreme to the. I love other. Chicago. <laughs> I li- I listen to the Chicago soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna listen to it. I want to go back play. to this. <laughs> yeah, I think I will too. I didn't. I went to the play. I didn't like the play so much. The play was really like I saw the movie before I saw the play, and Me the too. play's really spare. It's like yeah. just a bunch of people in black leotards and like four chairs. I don't cool. remember what it was, but I remember not liking. I was like, yeah, I like the movie much more. I really. Um, I love music. Love the. Um, the cabaret, which I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, I was in my twenties when I saw it, so that's how long ago it's been. But I love that um, play. And um, was it Porgy and Bess? Mm-hmm. Probably stuff we can check out here. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Into that, I still want to see Hamilton. I got. I can never get tickets or COVID happens. Yeah, and, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I've been watching. I'm a big rom-com fan and they're getting better there was like a lull I feel like after Nora Ephron Ephron died like there was like a like no rom-coms for a while but I've been watching old ones that I've never gotten around to seeing so I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral Um, was that good? it was good I stayed up till like 1am watching it like I put it on um thinking I would fall asleep, Mm -hmm. and I stayed up and watched the whole thing. And then last night I watched Say Anything with John Cusack, which I thought I'd seen, but I was confusing it with a different teenage John Cusack movie, and that was so quirky and funny, and um, I liked that too, so. I like funny, especially when you're stressed out or Yeah, I'm not into dark TV right now. I did my Sopranos and my Breaking Bad, and what's the mm-hmm. other um, one with Jason Bateman the, where they're like money launderers the, the arrest development yeah. yeah yeah. I haven't gotten into whatever that is yeah I started Breaking Bad and finished that I made one day but some things I think for me it's like it's not time for me to watch it right it's like that with Orange is the New Black like I tried it twice and I was like eh, yeah no this isn't holding my attention not that many things do so we were on vacation um, with a group of friends. We were in Puerto Rico. And um, one evening they were watching it, and I was able to get into it. So, so you're like, mate, now's the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it also helps sometimes that certain things like dark, I'm like, 
we're already in we're already in a, a pretty shockingly dark time yeah, right. Let's, <laughs> in reality so yeah. that's why i'm like uh it's time for some comfort that's why i'm like all right parks and recreation binge yeah oh for sure parks and recreation <laughs> friends we will mm-hmm. be watching friends again yeah i'm for tv and movies i like i'm into the lighter stuff books i'll get dark I will admit, though, on the topic of rom-coms, you wouldn't think it, but uh, the sequel to Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is very (laughs) secretly a rom-com about a man and the weird alien blob that he he refuses to admit that he's in love with. All right. I'll put that on my rom-com it's, list. It's, 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 it's just funny that Tom Hardy was... He wrote, Tom Hardy wrote, wrote it based on the fact that like everybody in the first Venom movie was like, all the interactions between Eddie and Venom are great. We don't care about this action thing. So I was like, well, they won't let me make this movie without action, so I'm going to write it like a rom-com with action beats, everything interspersed so people can, you know... Pull back from the hilarity of their relationship. Something for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the action stuff is the most boring part of the movie. The, 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 the relationship of uh, Eddie and Venom is the best part. <laughs> it's so good. Um, we went on vacation recently. We went up north and stayed for a couple days. And we were in an Airbnb and she had uh, some great books. She had like... A, choice book collection but I was looking through her cookbooks and she um, she had one called the forest feast and I was like taking pictures with my phone of all these recipes they look delicious so of course I came back to the library checked them all out because there's like a whole series and um, I cooked a couple things from it this week and it's really good so forest feast cookbook I made corn and cauliflower tacos we're trying to eat vegetarian and my husband was like, there's only like four ingredients in these tacos. They're not going to be good. They were so good. And the, It's shocking how that works out. Yeah, and I, that's why I like the cookbook because it's just like throw these four things. Sometimes she doesn't even have like measurements. She just like cook, throw these together and it'll be good. And it's a lot of it's Mediterranean food. Mm. So you could make, that's all a lot of the same ingredients. Yeah. So you could go shopping for the week and like throw a couple things together from all the same ingredients. So. I've been really happy about finding that cookbook because because I work here, I'm like mm-hmm. constantly checking out cookbooks and sometimes they'll just sit um, at my house for a little while, look at the use. pictures and then <laughs> not I'm not sure anything. if this is still true, but I do know in the early 2000s and everything, I don't know if that changed with COVID and everything, when that happened, but the um, most commonly checked out books in the library were not fiction, were not... Uh, were not um, uh, research or anything like that. It was cookbooks, followed by five diet. love languages, diet books. Oh, diet. <laughs> well, that's go hand in hand. Yeah. Don't and lose it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, there's uh, so yeah. that's a fun. I used to be in charge at a different library of the cookbook section, which meant I had to weed or like get rid of the old ones. And some of the diets were like so silly sounding like there was one that was like eggs and something it was like wine and eggs or something <laughs> totally just sounds like a stomach ache yeah that does sound like a stomach ache <laughs> or alternatively yeah nap time yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I brought my lunch today it's a 
goblet of wine and some hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> uh, um, what about music? Have you guys been listening to summer jams lately? Um, most of the stuff that I listen to... Um, I tend to like listen to soundtracks and things like that or um, fan works for other things. Like I'm not like a... I'm not going to say that I'm some kind of oh elitist music snob. You wouldn't heard you wouldn't have heard of them type guy because honestly, those people are the types of people that give me agita. But um, I'm I'm listening to things. Um, this guy I follow uh, who uh, goes by the name Miracle of Sound on YouTube, and he does a lot of stuff based on pop culture and everything. Like I like listening to his work. Um, I'll listen to the series soundtracks. Um, rolling back to the Kamen Rider thing, every single series of those has a banger of a soundtrack. Like, I will just listen to those and um, jam out to them while I'm working and everything. But um, I wouldn't say I'm really on top of anything with the current pop culture as far as who's actually super popular right now. <laughs> um, I guess the most current thing would be the metal band Ghost. Um, but yeah, beyond that, not really. <laughs> not, nothing new. Yeah. I I tend to recycle a lot of. I listen to like the same thing in the summer. I listen to Bruce Springsteen. I've been listening to Stranger in Town by Bob Seger. I listen to Casey Musgraves. Beyonce's new album came out. That's probably the newest thing I've listened to. Do you like it? I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I feel like with new albums. I gotta listen to it in the background when I'm like only half listening to it before I can get to the point where I like, I gotta listen to it a couple times in the background before I can listen, really like tune into a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, moody with my music, like I said, but I like the OJ say, I love music as long as it's groovy, any kind of music. Mm-hmm. But um, mostly I've been listening to a lot of old school um, R&B. Oh, nice. I have listened to, um, Anderson.pack has a new song that I really like that I play often. It's called Jewels. And um, Kendrick Lamar's new CD is a little different for him. Um, I'm waiting for the Black Panther 2 song. Because he did the first, produced the first one and it was really dope. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. But. Yeah, kind of some of the same old stuff. I subscribe to YouTube music. I was actually strong-armed into it because um, I have Android. I previously had iPhone. And I still have a lot of um, Mac products, but um, they upset me. So I went to Android like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of my music I had to transport over. And then... Um, the Google Play or whatever the the music was on, they stopped it and then they took it all to, to YouTube. Yeah, and YouTube so, Music Premium. Yeah, and so like you could still listen to the music that you purchased, but um, because I didn't purchase a lot of it through my Google account, most of it was like through the iPhone. It didn't transport over, like so I couldn't listen to the music on my phone unless I used YouTube. And I am a YouTuber. I like YouTube. Um, but I just felt like that was forced. So, yeah. But so I, I subscribed to the um, monthly subscription, and 
I get a lot of my music there, so they play it. So I'm like listening to Angela Wimbush. I don't know. You all probably don't know who that is. She's old school. She has um, a few songs that I really like. Um, these are artists that like my mom listened to. So um, some blues. So, yeah. Nice. Um, well, would you like to segue into what's going on to the at the library? Um, What's going on at the library? There's a lot going on. As yeah. you said, um, <laughs> Woods is getting ready to open back up. So we're excited. I know the patrons are excited. Um, we're amping up our adult programs. And um, especially here at EWAL, I might be doing some over at Woods, collaborating with Adam. So I'm looking forward to that. We have our third calligraphy class. It's actually a fourth, but it's been the third so popular. Yeah. Um, we have um, the hustle class every Ooh. second Thursday of the month at 1 o'clock here at EWAL. Nice. Until the end of the year. Hopefully we can um, carry over until next year because it is pretty popular. We're going to be doing some um, sewing projects. We did the candle making, which was really popular. Um, I'm starting a new book discussion group. I hope it picks up. Uh, Michael Ferns, or Fern Michaels. I always want to Fern Michaels, her. yeah. <laughs> and James Patterson. So we're alternate each Go month back between books. So we have a list um, for those. So. Um, those are just a few things that will happen. Yeah, that's awesome. We have, I was looking at our calendar, which like, it wouldn't look like this on the patron end because we're still planning, but our calendar is like stacked for fall. We have yeah. a, a ton going on. Um, and we're having an author backed by popular demand, Jamie Novak. We did a um, program with her last year and it was, I think we had like over a hundred people sign up. It was a yeah. virtual program. She talks about how to, um, Simplify your household. Oh, yeah. Have like a clutter. So she's I need gonna, her in my life. Yeah, she's going to talk about do's and don'ts for clutter-free like holiday season um, in the end of October. And then our 1,000 Hours Outside series has been going so well. Um, we've been trying uh, families, adults, kids, anybody to get to rack up 1,000 hours outside in the year 2022. And so we're going to be wrapping up here in the fall, and um, we're going to have some outdoor family yoga and do a couple walks, and then we're going to have a celebration in December outside, December 21st. We've had all, we've met outside in every single kind of weather, unless there was lightning, like we were outside, rain, snow, extreme heat, like you name it. So I'm very proud of us and proud of this program and you can join in even if you haven't been tallying your 1,000 I, I fell off like counting them a while ago but I'm still enjoying the habit of just going outside often and intentional yeah yes. yes intentional exactly and then we're doing so much like um, this October I don't know I was just feeling real spooky so we're reading like a spooky book for my yeah. book club like a mystery we're doing doll head planters where we're like gonna saw the heads off some <laughs> dolls and stuff some dirt in there um, in October this sounds awesome yeah dirty, dirty dolls yes <laughs> we're going on a bat walk we're gonna look for some bats so I could tell you where you can find some but oh, it's yeah. none over this way but yeah 
Maybe field trip is in order. Well, summer is like a great time to look for them. I walked yeah. home at dusk um, the other night, and I was like, ooh, I saw them for sure. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> they were swooping. And then, obviously, uh, I've got the makerspace coming up. Uh, I'm sitting here. I'm 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 calm right now on the outside, but uh, inside I'm freaking out like, oh, my God, it's right around the corner. i got to get ready. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah um, it's going to be awesome. Um, I have nothing set in the books right now for programs just because I want to get the thing oh, yeah. open first. You'll but, have your hands full. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I can tell you what I do intend is, like, I do intend to have regular... 3D print workshops, how to do modeling for 3D printing using Tinkercad, um, stuff like that. Um, I plan on having um, a whole bunch of types of workshops, but I'm going to see if we can get some uh, vendors to come in to um, teach things that I don't know. Because the key thing about the Makerspace, I know what I know how to do. I also know what I don't know how to do. <laughs> and uh, if you come in and be like, uh, Hey Adam, uh, can you teach me how to do this? And like, uh, we're gonna be learning together. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Just a ton of stuff. Yeah, you can't yeah. know it all. Exactly. That's why collaborations are good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, should we call it a podcast? Absolutely. Um, I think so. Thanks for joining me, you guys. Absolutely. Looking forward to. Um, meeting up and talking again and Matt said he'll call in so if we can figure out that technology <laughs> we'll we'll check in on yeah we'll, we'll try to figure that one out <laughs> um otherwise you know we go find him stuff him into a potato sack drag him in and everything <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll go on a library field trip yeah, yeah. all right thanks for listening all right bye, bye. everybody